Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, we're here for Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Boys and girls, welcome for joining us here tonight. Another big action-packed show for you. It is Volume 5, Week 5 of the NFL season, and Week 5 of Fantasy Football season. That's right. So hopefully your teams are doing okay at this point. There's no struggling going on, but I do know this is Fantasy Football in the NFL, so there's going to be some struggling going on, so we're here to help you with some of that as well. We bring on our expert here. Wouldn't be Zach in the nose without the nose himself. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E, Nosey. Welcome to week five of the NFL season. I'm an expert. You just said I'm an expert. I did. Yep. You're, you're darn right I'm an expert. What a what a start to the season so far, Zach. Uh, we're a month in, and here we are, and we're going to talk about it. This is the first week with bye weeks. So now it's time where if you had a thin lineup or a thin roster, for example, we really got to work because for over the next four to five weeks, six weeks, there's going to be – actually, it's even longer than that – over the stretch of multiple weeks – there's going to be a ton of players that you are not going to have available because of their bye weeks. So here we go. Now the nitty gritty, hopefully your team is what two or two or two and two or better. Right. If not, listen, there was a few leagues I was involved in Zach. Oh, and three. And then last week, huge weeks. Okay. That's optimism right there. That's right. let's momentum. So if you're one and three, let me tell you something. You get that win this week and you are right in the middle of the pack. Okay. So we keep fighting. We fight the good fight. And uh, I'm really excited to have the show with you today, Zach. We have yeah. a lot to discuss and it was a, uh, a pretty sad week for the dolphins last week. We're not going to talk about that much. We're going to get right back into positive vibes home game this week against what looked to be the worst team in the NFL. So we're going to jump back on the winning streak for the Dolphins, and uh, we're going to help you out with your fantasy lineups today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going to take that Bills game and, and throw it away. We don't have to worry about that right now. As Nosy said, we got the Giants coming up with the Panthers. If you're a Dolphins fan at home, we get to breathe. And we got live football going on, by the way, in two less than two hours or two hours at this point. The Chicago Bears, which I know knows is going to be all over in just a second, so we'll just give him a chance to breathe, catch his breath right now. They're playing against the Washington Commanders. Uh, not the greatest game on the docket, but it is football. So that's all that matters. Uh, whether you're a fantasy guy, gambling guy, or just love the NFL, we do have football tonight, the Bears and the Commanders. And to be honest, this last week knows it was kind of a, a weird one in a good way because a lot of things happened that should have happened and not a lot of guys got nicked up. Um, and that's good. When it's an injury-free week or very close to it or or no big stars go down in fantasy – it normally is a really good week. We did have a couple kind of nickups here and there, but a nice week in fantasy and a nice week in the NFL last week. Yeah, for one time, and you nailed it. For the first time in a while, outside of maybe a Mike Evans tweaked hammy, right. you got a situation where nobody really got hurt. 
And I mean, knock on wood that your players stay healthy for the rest of the year or the season, but it was one of those weeks where the top players performed and there was no uh, catastrophes. Right. Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, all top players. And those are first and second round guys. So as you said, it was weird only because it was actually normal and there's nothing normal about fantasy football or the NFL, but we're going to take it. So let's stay healthy. And uh, yeah, it was a very, very normal week watching Christian McCaffrey having four touchdowns and 178 total yards, sort of normal. Right. Right. Feels good. Feels good. Fantasy football feels good when that's, that stuff's happening. And for this week, news, you mentioned it a little bit before, but for this week, the first bye week of the NFL season here, Browns, no Ford, no Cooper, no Deshaun Watson. The Chargers seems like there's a bunch of guys too. Keenan Allen, A.A. Ron Ekular. And I know that the, the consensus is the bye week's going to be good for him because he comes back after that bye week and hopefully does play. Justin Herbert, if you have him, you're looking for another star to the Seahawks. You got Skywalker, you got uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, and the Bucks. No White, Evans, Godwin, none of those guys. So, yeah, so knows this is going to be a big week for people trying to find guys at the end of their bench or on the waiver wire to fit in. But this is the beginning of the buys, so just get ready for it the rest of the season. Uh, but, yeah, first week of bye weeks in the NFL, which means first week of bye weeks for fantasy football players all over the place. All right, Nosey. I said it before about tonight's game, the Bears and the Commanders, that you're going to be jumping up and down. So I'm going to let you do that right now. These are good things that happened kind of last week, and we have to start with your guy, the nose pick of the week last week. Nose, I'm going to sit back and let you beat your chest. Go ahead, buddy. So this segment is, uh, we brought it back from last year. These are just the highlighted players from last week, the guys that either won you your fantasy week or you loathe them because you went against them and they're the reason why you got the L. But yeah, I'll take it. I'm going to do some uh, some some gloating here. The nose pick of the week after three games of absolute embarrassment, didn't know what to do with yourself. You drafted Justin Fields to do exactly mm-hmm. what he did this week. I had to pump him up. Nose pick of the week had 335 yards in the air. Four I repeat, four touchdowns with another 25 yards on the ground. You know, this was a real big question whether or not you bench Justin Fields. That was the discussion. So I had to come over the top, you know, a little ultimate warrior action here and and put it down and say, you got to stick with him for one more week. And for that, I'm happy you did. We'll discuss him tonight. I don't see the same exact thing happening tonight. Remember, the Thursday night football games are, in general, sloppy. They're obviously on a short week. The NFL players need, at least they say it very, very strongly, that they need more time than a Thursday night game. So usually offenses are sloppy. And so this could work in Fields' advantage in terms of him running the ball a lot this week. So we'll get into tonight's game, you know, in another observation. But, okay, let's keep going for the players that – were really awesome. Justin Fields, thank you. You're making me look good. <laughs> but against your Miami Dolphins, oh. man, Josh Allen, that's why he's the best at what he does, okay? 320 yards, four touchdowns in the air, and he just added that rushing touchdown at the end. You know, a huge gut check against Miami. We discussed it. 
Giants and Carolina over the next two weeks could really put that game in the rearview mirror if they put up two wins there. But Josh Allen, for those who drafted him in the you know third round, if you got him late, sneaky in the fourth round because you're in a league that doesn't draft a lot of quarterbacks early, that was a heck of a game for him. Moving on, we just discussed him. My God, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, man. My God. Okay. This is why he went number one in many leagues. You know, it was between him and Justin Jefferson. And right. it was just based off of your league and how you felt about it. But 106 rushing yards, seven receptions for 71 yards, and four teeters. Okay. Nice for game. Those, right. For <laughs> those who know, and you are out there, you're listening, this is Marshall Falk or Ladanian Tomlinson type numbers. Okay. This, if you were back in the day in those late nineties, or if you were in those two thousands and you had Marshall Falk or Ladanian Tomlinson, this is who he was. The, those guys were easily the number one pick overall. They put stat stuffers like absolute nuts. And, and, and that's what Christian McCaffrey is. And that's who he is. So. Ooh, can I throw another name in there for Marshall Falk, Ladanian Tomlinson uh, comparison? I would like to see what you do here because you usually embarrass yourself. Sean Alexander. No. No? No. Not even the one year Sean had where he had like 35 he, touchdowns? Sean Alexander was a fantasy Hall of Famer. But yep. those guys yeah, I know. touched I the it. ball. Right. You blew it. Okay, I did. I did. I, I, Yeah, you did. Is Devontae Sean Adams Ale having a good season? Sean Alexander more of like a Terrell Davis type, okay? One of those okay. guys that did it. But they weren't catching 100 ca passes a year type. That's why I went with Marshall Falk. That's why I went with LT. And that's why I'm the talent and you're that's the right. host. That's right. It's true. That yeah, sounds right. so, so mean. but That was so great, though. You should have just stopped, dropped your mic, and left after that. Well, I could have embarrassed my wife more. But, you know, we can hey. go back to why you always ah. own me. But we'll get back ah. to that another ah. time. David Montgomery. Um, God, I oh, hope you didn't man. Hope you didn't bench him on your Thursday night because he had like a sore hammy. And let me tell you, I went against two fantasy teams that had him on the bench. Mm. 32 carries, 121 yards, and three touchdowns. Man, if you're a Jamar Gibbs owner, that is not what you want to see, Zach. That is really potent. So, uh, David Montgomery owners, I recommend you start him until he gives you a reason to not start right, him. Right. 32 carries my goodness that's crazy yeah next you remember uh when your brother joshy krantz gets on here and says hey should i trade essentially uh, Bijan robinson for derrick henry maybe a few a good tight end and he needed help there and then another running back and i said absolutely because derrick henry is going to be a-okay well derrick henry was a-okay that's right 22 rushes 122 yards and a touchdown and zach did he throw for a touchdown? He sure did. I couldn't believe it. We were watching, we had the red zone on, we had the dolphin game on, and Joshy only cared about what was going on with Derrick Henry at that point. And he goes, Oh, Henry just got another touchdown. Wait a minute. No, I I'm not sure what it, what happened here. Oh my God, he threw a touchdown. So, yes, the correct answer to that was he damn well threw a touchdown last week. Derrick Henry, I'm gonna say it here for everybody, and I know you'll say it later. Derrick Henry's back, folks. He's getting the carries, he's gonna get the yards. This is going to be what you wanted from all the rest of the season. And good for Josh. Even though Bajan had a decent week, good for Josh on this trade. 
Yeah, now I'm nervous for Derrick Henry's health after those kudos. You know, I'm very nervous about him. Let's keep an right. eye on we that. We put the kill by Osh on it right now. You, right. Yeah. you did. 100%. You yep. did. Mm-hmm. But look, it gets into another conversation, and you're still in that range, everybody. Listen to me. There's still ways to take advantage of making trades this early because if somebody is going to give up on a Derrick Henry because he has one bad game in week three or two in a row that were just average and not Derrick Henry – uh, in my opinion, my opinion is the sucker bet is the guy who then goes, okay, I'm just getting rid of this guy. Right. You know, be patient. Okay. That is with your superstars and your first and second round draft picks. You got to be a little patient. Great job, Joshy. Uh, really good game for him. And then an honorable mention, because it's just an important topic. The A train. Wow. What's going on? I mean, two two of the best weeks of fantasy I've ever seen from somebody. I can't believe it. A-Chain, A-Chon, A-Train, whatever he wants me to call We're going to call him A-Train on this right. show because we do what we want to do on this show. 101 Correct. yards and two touchdowns, three receptions for 19 yards. It's going to be a part of our observations because one of the number one questions in all of fantasy, not because we're a local show, is what do you do with Mostert and A-Train? Right. And we're going to get it. We're going to tease that. We're going to get into that because it's an important topic and definitely not one that is easy to deal with. But let's move on for now. Uh, look, AJ Brown, welcome back. Those who were really nervous about him, this is why you have to be patient. He came back in a big way after a slow start nine receptions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. My boy, Nico Collins. Wow. Seven for 168 and two touchdowns. Currently uh, around the fifth best wide receiver in your league right now. Let's keep an eye on that. But it's very hard for me right now to advise anybody for keeping Nico Collins on your bench. He is a must start moving forward. Stefan Diggs, as we always say from Die Hard. Welcome to the party, pal. Six receptions, 120, three touchdowns. Cringeworthy, cringeworthy for us down here. And I wanted to add one more, uh, Mark Andrews, you know, people drafted Mark Andrews essentially right after Kelsey in that TJ Hawkinson range. And he got hurt. He didn't play week one, five catches, 80 yards and two touchdowns. That's the type of production you drafted him for. That's why you draft a tight end only the top few early because they actually produce, they get the target share and he is a difference maker. So if you had Mark Andrews, it was a, real nice week for you yeah that's uh that was a good it's good to see that too because literally even travis kelsey not having the greatest season after you know starting off and we need these tight ends to pick it up a little bit it's nice to see mark andrews doing that kelsey you're next hawkinson you're next someone's got to pick it up at this point and kelsey my goodness gracious i i literally just did a crancis corner with, with phil sims and and i literally talked about taylor swift i had to bring up taylor swift because i asked him how, how annoying is it when you're doing the, the pregame show for CBS and you have to mention that? And he goes, we have such little time to talk about football. It stinks that we have to bring it up, but we have to bring it up. Of course you have to bring yeah. it up. Yeah. And guess what? It's the number one observation for the next segment that we have because I think there's a football angle to it and we're going to have some fun with it. That's for sure. All right. I like Go it. Uh, nose candy. Nose bleeds from last week. Let's get to a couple of those before we take our first break here of the show. And obviously, I know that you just mentioned him before, but man, you had your best nose candy last week coming from the nose pick of the week, Justin Fields. Holy moly. Oh, it was a good one. It was a great one. Uh, he finished right with Josh Allen as the number one quarterback last week. So that was great. 
Uh, we have to address the nose pick of the year, Garrett Wilson. And I got to say, I have some vital signs going on right now. Weeks two and three, I was nervous. Uh, but right now, I'm not getting ahead of myself. But 14 targets, nine receptions, and 60 yards. Okay, we're building. That's 15 points for a PPR league. Look, it's not what I wanted. I wanted a touchdown. I saw a wide open ball that oh. Let me tell you, if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, that ball is just, he's standing and laughing in the corner. But Aaron Rodgers is not going to walk through that door. No. And it's Zach Wilson, and he overthrew that easy touchdown. So this is the type of stuff that we had no control over when we picked the nose pick of the year. That being said, Zach Wilson looked a lot better. And we could talk about him again more in the show. He had a very tough matchup. They won week one against Buffalo. And then the net last two matchups were against very good defenses. Okay. So I'm very interested to see how the Jets do this week. And Garrett Wilson, of course, the nose pick of the year. But more nose candy from last week in, a two, in a two quarterback league. How lovely was that Brock Purdy call? 283 yards in the air, a uh, touchdown in the air, as well as a rushing touchdown. Great pick. Pakua Nakua. I can't even put him as no can nose candy. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Four weeks in, and we have a situation for uh, another nine catches, 163 yards, and a touchdown with that last amazing touchdown. Pakua, Nakua, and Cooper Cup are going to be on the same field this week. That's scary. And we're going to talk about how whether or not we just you know we start Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. That's going to be something that we have to really dive into. Uh, but Puka Nakua, again, out of nowhere, this is one of those players that is now a part of the NFL landscape that nobody, and I repeat, nobody really knew who he was going in. Next, DJ Moore. If Justin Fields was going to throw it to somebody, I did my stack. We recommended it for DFS last week. Fields to DJ Moore. Eight grabs, 131 yards and a touchdown. Incredible game for him. So, Again, he's playing tonight. I don't expect the same, but right now it's hard to bench a DJ Moore, especially in the weeks where we have bye weeks. So it's definitely a riskier play, but he is such a talent, and I expect him to have a good game tonight. So get him in your lineups. If you have him, enjoy it. And then, look, Zach, I don't want to beat my chest, but I really didn't have many nosebleeds. No, you didn't. You know, right. It was it – was, a really good week for uh, our, our little show. You know, I'll say someone like Miles Sanders, who I put on fail the stiff test. He had 13 rushes for 19 yards. Oh. So that was again, a great recommendation. And I'm going to just double down on it. You cannot start miles right now, moving forward. If you're going to start anybody on that team, which I don't recommend maybe outside of Adam Thielen, it's Chubba Hubba. That, that is a better option than Miles Sanders. So, um, be very careful with your Carolina Panthers. Oh, I do, yeah. That offense looks really bad. It's bad. Right? Yeah, Bryce, it's Young, bad. Bryce Young looks like a 14-year-old out there, uh, a part of a team that I would want nothing to do with. But Adam Thielen in a PPR league is startable when you have a bench – When excuse me, when you have players that you really you know are on your bench or hurt or with bye weeks. But other right. than that, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. If I had to say something that was – a slight nosebleed, 
I recommended against Damian Pierce, who had 24 carries, 24, but only 81 yards. Uh, he did score a touchdown that got taken back, but then they gave it to Nico Collins. So he's a player that I may have recommended against him, but with that type of volume, you are not to bench at all, Damian Pierce. Yeah, that's going to be good. And listen, like you said, 24 carries, he's going to get the load there. And that offense seems to be getting a little bit better. Quarterback, oh. running back, wide receiver, right? A little bit better? Yeah, that's – I don't know. No, they're a lot of bit better. CJ yeah. Stroud is – That's it, up, right. He's putting up big, big numbers. If you were able to draft him, okay, we could talk about this. We could take tweets, and I could help you out. We're not there yet, but Zach, in two more weeks, if C.J. Stroud is still putting up 300-plus yards and touchdowns, you have yourself an established fantasy starter. And if you need help in other areas and you have one of those top five quarterbacks, you may want to look at it and say, I have a really big hole at running back and wide receiver, and I have C.J. Stroud just sitting on my bench. So maybe you could trade a Stroud or maybe you could trade that top quarterback, you know, maybe a Justin Herbert, you know, one of those type of guys, get yourself a really good running back and wide receiver and then start CJ Stroud moving forward. We're about one to two weeks away from that, but he has weapons and this offense for Houston, which we all thought was going to be very, very iffy, looks very strong to start the season. Yeah, it might not win a bunch of games, but they'll be in a bunch of games. So that's all you could ask for as a fantasy owner at that point. This is Zach of the Nose, uh, fantasy football show brought to you by our great friends at Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. When you get to Tropical Chevrolet, they're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street, or go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We're going to have observations coming up next. We still have yes or no's to go. The sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the nose pick of the week. All of our normal stuff. We'll take a quick break. We're going to come back after this with observations. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, Tropical Chevrolet wants to turn fantasy 
into reality for you. Go in there and test drive a car. Tell them Zach of the No Century and you get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season here in South Florida. Go in, Zach of the No sent me, test drive a car, and boom, you're registered to win a pair of pro football tickets. All right, it's observation time here on Zach and the Nose. And Nosey, I know we talked a little bit about the Bears and the Commanders tonight, but let's go over it real quickly once again. Who you got tonight, who you like tonight, who you not like tonight, Thursday Night Football, the Bears at Commanders. It is no secret that I am not, I repeat, I am not a fan of the Thursday Night Football fantasy, you know, angle because these players are just not ready. They're normally sloppy games. And when I see Chicago Bears at Washington Commanders, immediately I just see a sloppy game with a lot of running uh, and I just don't love the game. But that being said, you got some players you got to start. Again, we're going to talk about it. You got a lot of teams now that over the next few weeks are going to be on buys. So you're going to make some decisions that you're not going to love, but you have to do it. And so let's just dive in real quick. I'll just be very brief on this. You're starting Justin Fields if he's your starter for the most part. I don't know what kind of backup, unless you had a, we discussed it earlier, like a CJ Stroud type of player who's really stepping up. If uh, unless you have somebody really good backing them up, you're starting Justin Fields. Came off that big game, embarrassing that they lost that game. But this is their last chance right now uh, to basically establish themselves as a team that, man, that might have a future. Right now, they're right. looking as the team that is looking at Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. with the one-two. So it's a really bad look right now for this team. But Justin Fields is in. Uh, Herbert has established himself as the lead back there. Rocking 18 for 103 and then four catches for 19 yards and a touchdown last week. Herbert is a very solid wider, excuse me, running back two slash flex. Uh, DJ Moore, we discussed him in the first segment. Uh, pretty much a hit or miss player based on the performance of fields, but you got to start a DJ Moore. And then, yes, Cole Komet had a huge week last week. And right now that tight end position is so ugly that if he's your best shot, and if you want that action tonight, I don't mind it, Zach, okay? Cole Komet had a bunch of targets, he had a ton of yards, and he had a bunch of touchdowns. So Cole Komet, for this week, again, over like a, if you're desperate and you're starting a Taysom Hill or you're starting one of these guys that you're praying gets five catches for 45 yards to 50 yards, I say go give Komet a, a shot tonight and enjoy your Thursday night. On the other side of it, I, mean, I keep calling them the Redskins. I, it's very hard for me. Right, but, of course. But sure, the Commanders, I'm starting scary, Terry. You know, coming off eight catches for 86 yards and 10 targets. He is exactly who he is, right? He's a good wide receiver, two. He's a great wide receiver, three. Uh, so get him in your lineup. Outside of that, I'm not feeling anybody really besides Brian Robinson. This is one of those types of games where I think it could be a slugfest. And if that's the case, he's that good, you know, type of runner that should be able to get 15 to 17 carries, 80 to 90 yards and a touchdown. Other than that, I don't love Curtis Samuel. He's coming off a decent game of seven grabs for 51 yards on a bunch of check down type of routes. I, I wouldn't trust him. I'm not starting Sam Howell. I'm not starting Jahan Dotson. And I'm not starting Gibson as well. So be very careful. Basically, what I'm telling you is scary Terry, sure. And then after that, if you're in a position that you have to start B-Rob, that's okay too. 
Yeah, it just seems like it might be one of those games, like you said, tonight. And uh, yeah, so we have that game tonight, the Bears and the Commanders. It's coming up right after us. All right, so I know we got to talk about this because it is a NFL story, I guess you could say at this point, a sports story, a world story. The Taylor effect, the Taylor Swift effect going on right now in the NFL with Travis Kelsey. Um, It's so weird. We have to talk about it, but I got to bring it up. So what do you think so far for this Taylor Swift effect going on with my first round pick, Travis Kelsey? Hopefully this turns out to be unbelievable, I hope. The NFL is getting soft is what it feels like. I I, I do not like anything uh, about the Taylor effect. I'm sorry for all those who are listening with maybe some teenage girls, which I have. I spent a, a drive driving my middle school girl, Julie, to uh, to school this morning. And six girls are in the car. And all we're listening to is Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. They know every word. And now I'm mixing that with my fantasy and with sure my are. NFL. I don't yeah. like it, Zach. I'm sorry. I don't. But let's just have a little fun with it, though. How is this affecting the NFL and or, in particular, fantasy? Well, uh, you just said it. Your first-round draft pick. Right. Which I didn't really necessarily love, but, you know, you went with it. I signed off on it a little bit because last year, Travis Kelsey was such a difference maker at that position mm-hmm. that it justified a first-round pick. I had some guys on ESPN that were justifying the number one overall pick. I thought hey, that was silly. But at the, at the end of the first round, I was like, okay, you want to go grab your Kelsey? Go grab your Kelsey. But what do we have right now? Whether it's the Taylor effect or not, I don't care. I'm going to turn it into the Taylor effect. Game one, he was hurt. He wanted to play. He's a tough guy. There's no doubt. Okay, he didn't play. That's not your fault. Game two, four for 26 and a touchdown. Sorry, that's not Travis Kelsey numbers, okay? That's Mike that's- Kosicki. That's Mike Gronkowski numbers from like two years ago. That's what that is. Thank not first-round pick Travis damn Kelsey. Game, game three. Oh, okay, seven for 69 and a touchdown. Better. Okay, right. from your no, – not better. That's the type of numbers, okay? In a PPR league, you're looking at, what, 14 plus six. You're looking at a, at exactly a 20 on that. Right. Right. I, I'm okay with a 20 for my tight end, but that's game three. Last week, game four, six for 60, no touchdowns. Okay, no. This is not first-round material. You, draw, you drafted Justin Jefferson with the first round. In the first pick, he leads the NFL in receiving yards. Christian McCaffrey was the second pick of the draft. He's leading all running backs, right? You know, the bottom line is when you have a first-round pick, you expect big numbers. Of course. These are not big numbers. So whether it's uh, Taylor's fault or not, I'm putting it on her. This is her fault because he's become TMZ you know, 2.0 right now. Everyone's talking about, you know, these women are wearing 87 numbers with the last name Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y. This is what's happened to the NFL. Uh Shame on it. So look, I'm nervous for Kelsey. He needs to have over 100 yards. He should, you know, I'm not, am I worried about it, Zach? No, I'm not. He's going to be fine. But for right now, through four weeks, we're going to say, yeah, I blame her. And I blame this whole situation. And uh, that's it. Bottom line is you drafted Travis Kelsey with your first round pick. I did. I guarantee you that your record is no better than two and two. What's your record, Zach? Two and two. 
you're lucky to be two and two. Right, two and two. Yep, that's exactly. I mean, you hit it right on the head right there. I am two and two, and uh, yeah, not not happy about the start. Not happy about the start for Travis Kelsey, but I feel like it's going to turn around a little bit. I feel like Travis. There's a lot of pressure on Travis Kelsey now. Let's let's not overreact. We're having fun. It's a radio show, right? Okay, Travis Kelsey's fine, but for the first four games, I'm not impressed. No, okay. or no. first three games for him. I'm not impressed. This is a first round pick or, or at worst, a top second round pick top, but you know, like give me a break. Like right. I get it. Love life is important. Personal life is important. Social life is important. I get it. What about my damn fantasy team? Right. And then, you know, Jamar Chase, one of the biggest busts through four right. games right now, but I'm blaming Joe Burrow. Okay. Right. I'm blaming a, a calf on Joe Burrow for Travis Kelsey. I'm blaming Taylor Swift. Things are weird. That's all I can say. Things are weird. Yeah, things are weird. Let's that's what we're talking get about. weird. We are weird at this point. If it's the second observation outside of Thursday night football, realistically, it's the first observation because we have to talk about Thursday night football because it's coming up right after us. So the first observation in the week five, volume five of Zach on the Nose for 2023 to 2024 season is damn Taylor Swift. God. Kelsey has a really good game this week. We're going to have to talk about Taylor every week. It might be our opening music at that point. Let's move on. Giants and Dolphins this weekend here. There's a couple things in this one. Um, and I guess the observations are how bad are the damn Giants nose as they're coming here now to play the Miami Dolphins in a get-right game, hopefully, for the Dolphins. And we talked about a little bit in the beginning. What do you do with the Dolphins now? If you got the A train and you got Mostert, like there's a lot going on here. I, I need I need your 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 precision tools here to dissect what's going on here, Dolphins Giants this week. Well, I know that Daniel Jones is the anti-hero. Oh my God. You know what? This is sad when you have two quarterbacks in New York, Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. And if you're Daniel Jones, you're like so happy after not happy that Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but like happy that the storyline is moving to the Jets. And now it doesn't even matter. Zach Wilson could throw five interceptions this week. If Daniel Jones doesn't have a good week, he is going to get torn apart in the post in the Daily News. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely going to be crazy. Oh. Oh, Do you, you know what? Tell me. Tua? Yep. He just has to shake it off, okay? Like, that's what's going to happen right now. So, yeah, that's two, by the way. I'm really embarrassing I myself know. today. Yeah. Can we well, get to five? Can I count the over-under four and a half? All I have is anti-hero and shake it off. I don't have okay. anything else. I mean, all maybe right. you could help me out with your Taylor Swift. Oh, I, I, I got some, yeah. I got okay, some. I don't. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so, look. The Dolphins better come out and just absolutely lambaste them. That's where we're at. The offensive line for the Giants is historically bad and it's time for the Dolphins to feed and just feed and go, go, go get that guy. So look, uh, in terms of fantasy, the one player that really needs to be discussed from the Giants side didn't play and that's Saquon Barkley. And right now we're on a Thursday show and he's practicing, but the bottom line is if he's playing, do you start him? And my answer is absolutely yes. Okay. So if Saquon Barkley, because we're going to be playing that game, do you start him or not? Right. We're going to get into that with Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor and, and Saquon Barkley is, but you, you used probably a late round, first round draft pick. The Giants are so desperate and they need him so badly. And I know it's a bad start because that offensive line is bad, but Saquon Barkley, if he's playing, I'm starting him. 
Outside of that, I'm starting nobody, and that includes Darren Waller. Now, I understand that if you're a Darren Waller owner, you are livid right now, and you might not have any other options out there. I watched that game. Darren Waller is just simply not targeted no, by that team. Not, I, I, right. I don't understand, but I'm going to I'm going to reverse it. I think he's going to get targeted real hard and real early in this game because of how, I guess, how much they didn't use probably their best weapon on offense. Right. So fortunately for you, I think he's going to, as a Darren Waller owner, he's going to get targeted and we'll have a better game. You know, the bottom line is, can you replace him with anybody that's worth starting? And, and I'm going to tell you, it's not easy, but I would probably give him one more start. And if Darren Waller doesn't have a good game this week, he has to be benched. That's how bad this situation has gotten. Uh, so on the giant side, you're starting Saquon Barkley. And unless you have a really good backup option, which is so hard at the position, I'm giving Darren Waller one more start. And again, it's based off of the fact that Brian Dable didn't get him the ball at all last week. They're going to see that in their very in, in their practices this week, and they might overcompensate and by getting him a lot of targets early and often. That that's what I would do. But let's jump into the Dolphins, right? Because we have a very interesting situation going on. We don't need to talk about Tua. We don't need to talk about Waddle, and we don't need to talk about Tyreek Hill. Those are all must-starts in fantasy. But what is mind-blowing, Zach, is that there are three top running backs in fantasy football this year that are way ahead of everybody else. You have Christian McCaffrey in his own stratosphere, okay? Give or take 130 fantasy points. Oh, man. The next up are the next two guys are around 88 to 95 each in whatever type of, you know, scoring league you have. And then the person after that is about 10 to 15 points lower. Do you know who those second and third running backs in all of fantasy are? I'm going to take a wild guess and say the duo here in Miami. You're damn right it is. And it is wild because you wow. rarely see two running backs a month into the season being the number two and three, clear cut two and three running backs on the same team. That is a major uh, tip of the cap to our coach, Mike McDee, who just knows, and on top of it, yes, Tua, top quarterback, Tyreek right. Hill, top wide receiver. So what do you do if you have Monster and A-Train? And that is what we need to dive into. And it's pretty simple. It's not so much diving into it. You got to start both of them. Wow. Right? Yeah. Well. If I know. What want, do you do? You're right. Well, what do you if do? You have, if you have Monster and not a train and or vice versa, if you have a train and or monster, that's easy. They're must starts, everybody. Okay. God bless you. You drafted them. You drafted them in a place that was very comfortable at the time, meaning sixth round, seventh round for monster and a train much later on. But what do you do if you have both of them? Right. That is a more difficult question. And it depends of course on your current roster. But for me, in the very rare cases, we've done this before. Maybe, you know, the Tiki Barber back in the day, Tiki Barber and Ron, Ron Dane, Dane. Right, right. Yeah. The, 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 the lightning and thunder type situation. There are very few cases that you do it. I'm telling you for right now, for this week against this Giants defense, 
If you have them both, I recommend starting both of them. That's where we're at because one of them is definitely going to have a good game. Right. We can't, and we cannot guess right now who that is. They both get the goal lines. They both get red zone looks. And in whatever is in that beautiful mind, that beautiful mind of our coach, we don't know who's going to get the ball. So in this situation, when they have proven themselves to be the second and third running backs in fantasy through a month, you have to start them both. You have no choice. Yep. That's a good one there. It's a tough decision to make there too. And that's unbelievable. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish the hour off with more observations. This is Zach on the nose fantasy football show brought to you by tropical Chevrolet in your car shopping. We know you're busy folks. When you get to tropical Chevrolet, they're going to have you in and out of there under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th street. Go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back with the rest of our observations right after this. All right, back here to wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose. First hour in the books, almost in the books at this point. We're in the middle of observations in the last segment, and there's one more big observation to go before we end this hour, Nose. Two names, first-round picks, normally Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, both are kind of coming back or hopefully coming back. Give me the observation and the latest you're hearing on both of these guys and what to do with both these guys at this point. Very important topic, very tricky topic. Again, this is Thursday, so we're doing the best we can with the information at this hour. But the bottom line is this. I got an opinion on both of them, of course. Cooper Cup, okay? Put him in your lineup. I'm starting okay. out right there, here and there, saying – Sean McVay is a different kind of guy. I don't see Sean McVay just putting in Cooper Cup for a few plays here and there. This is an all-in situation. He made it pretty clear in his presser that uh, Cooper Cup is going at a full strength. They're at home versus a tough Eagles defense in one of the better games of the week. And at the bottom line is this. The first time we're going to see Pakua and Cup together. Wow. And I think that Pakua, believe it or not, is going to help Cooper Cup. And they're both going to have, moving forward, very good years. So you drafted Cooper Cup before the injury, probably in your first round. And if you were fortunate enough and smart enough as a league to have your uh, fantasy draft closer to opening day, you probably stole Cooper Cup at a time, you know, maybe third or fourth round. Maybe people were scared and he even waited longer. The bottom line is this. There's no better route runner in the NFL than Cooper Cup. There was nobody targeted more than Cooper Cup over the last few years. Zach, you did a whole, what I call a urinalysis on Cooper Cup's historic years. This is not a joke. He is that good of a player. So Cooper Cup, in my opinion, is ready to go. Everything we read was the hamstring wasn't that bad. This was a precautionary situation. He probably could have played a week or two, but uh, you know, in the past, he is fine now. Get him in your lineup. Johnny Taylor. Other- Johnny Taylor. Now, this one's difficult. Right. Johnny Taylor, I am likely not going to start this week. Johnny Taylor, I need to see, because there's a player named Zach Moss right now, Zach, who has so far in the season 66 rushes, 280 yards. That's an average of 4.2. He's got a touchdown. Uh, excuse me, one on the ground, one in the air. Point is, he's been averaging 16 to 18 fantasy points. My, he's he's no bad. He's not bad. So for this week, Jonathan Taylor, 
I would say I'm very happy he's back on the field, but we need to see how many rushes he gets. It's very possible this is seven to eight rushes for 50 yards and no touchdowns, and that you do not want to start. So to finish this quick segment, Cooper Cup in, Jonathan Taylor, unless you have no other choices, out of your lineup. All right, those are the observations for Zach and the Nose, Volume 5. That was our number one. It's in the books. Our number two coming up. Yes or Nose, the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the Nose pick of the week. Everything coming up in hour number two. This is Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. They want to turn fantasy into reality with Tropical Chevrolet. That's right. Our friends there want you to go in there for a test drive. Mention Zach and the Nose, and you get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season in South Florida. Hour number one of the books, hour number two, right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.